Hey there, welcome to the We Miss Marty podcast. I'm Chris. I got Laura with me. Laura, how you doing? Doing good. I am too. Um, a little disappointed this week. Um, I like Frazier. I'm not gonna sit here and start ripping on the show. Not not the most compelling Frazier. I mean, I got some thoughts about it. As usual, it reminds me of something that happened to me in life, but I would like if this is the only Frazier I ever watched, I'd be like, why am I even watching it again, let alone podcasting about it? It just was kind of meh to say the least. Yeah, I, I kind of agree. Um, we're what we should probably tell people what we watched. Oh, yes, yes, the seat <laughs> of power. Yes, sorry, yeah. <laughs> Laura and I know you, you yeah. figure it out. Come on, yeah, no, yeah, see the power where um, they got some toilet troubles and yeah. Marty's a little bit upset because they Marty thinks they should fix it on their own. And obviously, Fraser and Niles aren't fix it dudes, so they call repair guys and they turn out to be bullies, uh, from Fraser and Niles' uh, younger days. Um, I'm going to ask a really awkward question, but let me say this first. Let me confess something. I was bullied a little bit as a kid. Nothing super scary. Just, you know, I was a nerdy, awkward. I I mean, I'm still a nerdy, awkward guy. And, you know, I was wearing t-shirts with Bubby Brister's name stencil in the back. I mean, nobody deserves to get bullied. uh, and, And believe me. But I didn't help myself out. I'll just put it that way. In the I'm uh, not getting bullied, but thankfully it wasn't bad. But you know, there are a couple guys like the um, the um, plumbers in my life. So this guy brought back some memories. What do you think, Laura? Were you on the other side, or were you <laughs> picked no. up somebody? <laughs> you know, it's funny. Um, the I was um, I was not bullied. Okay. I was never really teased, you know, and which is unusual, which is like probably a little unexpected because, you know, I've always been ever since like I was in second grade, maybe I've been about, I'm very heavy set, you know, mm. and I was heavy when I was a kid too, you know, but I never really had any trouble, you know, I was very, I, you know, I, my life would be very different today. I think if I was going through school as a heavy kid today, you know, maybe, I don't know if I was in with the right kids, you know, or, or what, you know, I only had, um, there was like one incident one time, but, but it was in junior high, you know, I made it all the way to like, I think I was in ninth grade where somebody said something and the kid got in like severe trouble and I never had any trouble with anybody ever again. So. Well, yeah. And for me, it was a junior high too. I, I just didn't like, you shouldn't need to wear trendy clothes, but I just didn't care. I'm like, yeah, but wearing this, who cares? And so again, no one deserves being bullied. Trust me. I'm not passing off again, right. but I, I just like, I was to a point where like my mom, Bobby Brister was a, um, semi-popular Steelers quarterback a long time ago. He had one good year. I got excited. So my mom buys me a Steelers t-shirt. Should have just worn a Steelers t-shirt. But she stenciled Bubby on the back with no – and, you know, we're in Ohio, so not everybody knows Steelers quarterbacks. So people are like, why does he have Bubby stencil on the back? It just – you know, there was no, like, oh, he was the quarterback of the Steelers. It was more like, who's this Bubby that's stenciled? And then I wear dress shirts under the t-shirt. Oh, huh? 
I've heard yeah. it used you too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Laura would have hassled me too. Now, thankfully, no. it, it was funny because in high school, I started in speech and debate and drama, and you might sit there and say, "Oh my gosh, you probably got beat up for that." Okay. No, it was Phil. And again, I'm not sure how it is now. I I need to go back and visit. I'm a celebrity graduate of Louisville Speech and Debate. Hey, Lord. Uh, but, yeah, I need to go back and see what's going on. But it'll be, it was interesting for me back at that time because speech and debate, there were athletes on the speech and debate team. There were popular kids. Yeah, there were nerdy kids, too. So that kind of helped me in high school mm -hmm. where I, I felt protected. I'm sure there's people that come back some weird things. But I kind of felt this belonging because in Louisville, at least when I went there, it was a very – accepting of no matter what type of person you were, if you were goofy or mm -hmm. jock or whatever. So it, it was good. And it was strange because I don't think every school was like that. Maybe, you know, for drama and your speech and competitive debate, it's kind of weird, but no, but good for me. I mean, I survived. So it was good, but you know, unlike us, you know, Frazier Niles, obviously things happened to him and, Really, if you boil the show down to one paragraph or sentence, Fraser and I don't know how to handle stuff that happened to him in the past <laughs> because, you know, um, you know, the plumbers come in, Niles gets really freaked out because it's his bully. And, you know, it's probably what 20, 30 years after it happened. But, you know, the bully doesn't even understand it was Niles, but Niles recognizes him and lots of weird reactions. Um, yeah, definitely play up for comedy. But did that strike you as weird of Niles' reaction? Then, you know, when Frazier comes in, Frazier's like, oh, it's all right. And then Frazier freaks out, too. Well, the thing that the thing that made me laugh was uh, that it was um, that it was Frazier who who did the, the dirty deed, you know, he's the one who yeah. put the kid's head or the guy, the guy's head in the toilet, you know, um, after telling, you know, preaching to Niles about the fact that, you know, we have to be adults, we have to be, you know, smarter than this. And, and Niles takes his bully into the living room and basically puts him on the couch and says, yeah. You know, we're going to counsel you. And he does, you know, get them to realize what his problems were and, you know, uh, and how to deal, basically how to deal with all that stuff. And uh, it flipped because Frazier was coming to the guy and say, hey, you know, just deal with it. You're right. Yeah. Where Niles was about ready to kill him at start. But yeah, yeah. It, it definitely changed. Yeah. Niles was trying uh, to like show off, you know, the fact that he had all this fancy stuff, but the guy yeah. had a fan, you know, the guy had a fancier car than free than Niles did. And, um, and, you know, he, they were talking about, you know, the finer things in life. And I mean, he didn't have anything better. Oh, uh, but, um, you know, it, and Frazier, Frazier kind of just seemed like he wallowed in, you know, because the guy was going, his guy was going over his, you know, all of the bullying he had done. And, you know, Frazier was just kind of like, yep, yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And just, you know, you know, couldn't take it anymore. He sticks his head in the toilet, you know. Um, you know, it was one thing that 
struck me as funny was the fact that um, it's Bill, Billy was Frazier's bully, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Danny was Niles bully and he was it was John C. McGinley yeah early very early in his career I think um so he was sort of like he didn't really have you know there wasn't really a lot he had done you know but you know he was he you could see the signs of him being somebody good you know oh yeah he, he did well and the other guy I don't know if you uh I don't know. I don't know if you knew, but the other guy was. Uh, he's been. He's in a lot of stuff. Um, I, he plays. I read, he's like a. Ma he usually plays like a mafia guy. Yeah, <laughs> I, I recognize him, and this tells you the the um, seriousness of the movies I watch in my house. I I remember him from Dumb and Dumber, where yeah, uh, yeah, mm -hmm. he was one of the guys that were that were outwitted by the oh can't remember the characters names but jim carrey and uh yeah. jeff daniels in the movie yeah yeah speaking of jeff daniels i got saved in my youtube clips uh clips i watched from occasion the classic jeff daniels scene from the newsroom where you know it starts out and they're asking him about america and you know he gives a very honest answer and it's funny how Jeff Daniels has evolved as a character. <laughs> I'm like, wow, this is the same guy that was farting in a toilet and dumb and dumber. You know, it's yeah. it's great how his his depth of his acting has morphed, which probably says he's a great actor if you can pull both off well. So yeah, very very good. Um, yeah, and I don't know one of the things about the bowling thing. It, it's funny. There it was like maybe one or two and. I'm actually Facebook friends with one, and I didn't have that conversation, you know, with him. But you know, like you think about that person that said that inappropriate thing to you. I don't know if we stumbled across him today. Like, say they called in and we talked to him on the podcast. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have anything bad to say because, to be honest, whatever. I mean, it, it wasn't that serious. Like, I never felt threatened or anything. But I don't know. I mean. I wouldn't react like Fraser and Niles did. I mean, would you have that type of reaction? Like if we brought that person in and said, all right, Laura, what do you want to say to this person? Well, I probably, <clears throat> I, I'll be honest that um, I don't even remember what he said to me. Okay. Yeah. Um, and it, if I remember right, it didn't have anything to do with weight or looks or dress or anything like that. But I remember it was like quite traumatizing, whatever he right. said. And I was very upset by it when it happened. And my teacher took me out in the hall and the kid had to go to the office and, you know, and it was, um, I probably would not, to be honest, I probably wouldn't want to talk to him. You know, I honestly don't remember if I ever saw him again. You know, I mean, I probably did because he went to high school with me after junior high. But I don't know. I probably wouldn't want. I probably wouldn't want to talk to him. The longer I live, I get non-confrontational. So if it's something where I'm upset with somebody or I sense that somebody's upset with me, mm -hmm. I mean, I, I'm just to a point where I'm like, like I got a situation now where, uh, how do I say this delicately? 
a relationship with a group I've been involved with has changed based on our views of COVID against their, their views. And I don't want to sit there and argue with them about that. But, like, I told my wife, you're not going to win this argument. She's like, oh, you should go talk to them. Why? I mean, you know, <laughs> it's like right now, you know, if I said, hey, Laura, you want to have an argument about COVID? You're probably like, no, no. And I'm like the same thing. You're like, come on, you know, who cares? And so, yeah, I sense what you're saying. I'm, you know, it's not worth talking to for different reasons. I mean, yeah, right. there might be some anger. And, like, for me, I'm like, what's the point? I'm 47. I, you know, <laughs> life's short. You know, you can't. <laughs> I got better things to do with an hour of my life or however long it would take. Um, yeah, that was the major part of the show. Any other smaller parts of the show stick out? Um, um, I, uh, I'm trying to think. Daphne was, um, was this the one, cause I have to admit that a few of these, a few of these episodes right in this area of the, of the season mm-hmm. have kind of like in my head run into each other. So yes. was this the one where Daphne was taking the dog out for a walk at the beginning? Cause she wanted to see some guy <laughs> or was that a different episode? It sounds right. The problem is I'm watching these on Hulu and yeah. they run the shows all over each other. So unless I jump on and yeah, <laughs> exactly. stop. Yeah. Just run like one after the other. And it's yes. sometimes I sometimes like especially because I'm working while I'm yeah. watching them. Right. I miss the end of one. Yes. But um yeah. I the one thing I did one thing I did write down was um about Marty and him being so upset that the kids weren't gonna He's like, why don't you fix that toilet? It's driving me nuts, you know. Basically, it was just running, you know. It would, you know, fill like filling, I guess, you know, you would say. Mm-hmm. And um, I have had that problem, both in my house and in my mom's house. Oh, for what? In my mom's, um, it didn't get fixed for quite a long time. It's very expensive when you don't fix it. By the way, yes. Um. But um, do you know how to fix a toilet? Oh, I no, no. I don't either. Yeah. My sister-in-law, when we went to visit my brother for Christmas, we went to my brother lives in Connecticut and with his family, and we went for Christmas in 2019. And it was right before, you know, COVID and everything. And we got there and my sister-in-law said, Oh, by the way, this toilet, when you go in to use this toilet, you have to turn the water on Mm, because we turn the water off on the toilet because it was just running. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I'm like, well, that's a pretty good solution. (laughs) You know, I would have told you that, you know. So then, like, um, we were there for like a week and the, um, (laughs) the, uh, on like maybe the second last day when we were there, my sister-in-law like disappeared somewhere. And all of a sudden I heard like a noise in the bathroom and I, I bumped my husband and I, you know, I elbowed him and I'm like, she's in the bathroom fixing the toilet. Oh, man. My sister-in-law 
you you don't see my brother trying to do it, you know? So it's, to me, it was really interesting, you know, that Marty was so upset. He's probably like most of our fathers would have been. Right. Was your father handy? Not really. He was kind of like me. Uh, he okay. would, we didn't have a, a ton of money with him being a pastor, but he was the one to fix uh, stuff himself. Here's how bad it is in my house. And my wife's already come in. So she hears me. She'll be like, yep, you're right. Um, <laughs> My wife's a fixing person. Like, I'll be like, hey, go uh, hire somebody. She's like, no, it's going to cost more. And she's fixing it. And mm -hmm. I don't know what to do. I mean, I'm just staying around looking at her. And, yeah, yeah, maybe showing concern would help me better. But I'm, I'm sitting here like, I, I feel like I'm more belittling her from just leaning over her. So yeah. sometimes I'll take the kids, like, keep her entertained in another room, or we'll go for a ride. And, yeah, how mainly is that? Jeez, not yeah. all. So. You know, it's funny, like my sister-in-law fixing that is like, it's like one of the greatest things I've ever seen in my life, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> By all means. Yeah. I mean, I'm like, geez, you know, she knows how to fix a toilet. <laughs> and I'm like such a loser, you know? Um, you know, but like my dad was, my dad was like really handy, but, you know, he never showed us how to do any of that stuff, you know? Yeah. I get jealous of my brother-in-law. He's a groundskeeper at a college up in the Canton area. Mm. And he knows how to fix everything. Yeah. And yeah, boy, this is going to sound really bad. I like my life. I would much rather be a communications person doing this and journalism other than being a repair guy. Now, again, right. it sounds horrible. No. It's not that I'm belittling anybody. It's just that wouldn't be the most fun I could have in life. Like, I wouldn't enjoy my life as much. Boy, it's something bad. I'll be honest. Yeah, I'll be honest. But I will say, this guy, I felt bad because I've leaned on my brother-in-law a lot. And here's the funny thing about it. Man, this is going to be a good show for friends and family to listen to because I will get calls after this one. He, um, he, he'll do something for you, but he wants you to be there. So if I call oh, and say, man, my toilet needs fixed, could you help me? If he was in the area, he'd come down and do it for free. Mm -hmm. But if I sat there and said, okay, I'm going to watch Seinfeld and podcast with Laura, piss off. He'd be upset. Now, on the other hand, if I have him come down, I'm gone for the day, and I say, hey, bud, can I give you a couple hundred bucks? Oh, furious. He'd be upset. <laughs> so yeah, I'm trying to find, figure out the right line because, man, we can see each other a lot more. I, I just don't want to do. I don't want to be that guy like my wife where I stand over her head and say, oh, you're doing a good job here, but I don't want to be the guy. Well, the question, I guess, would be, do you think he do you think he wants you to learn from him what he's doing? That's probably it. I don't know for certain, but that's probably um, a good guess. Maybe, maybe like maybe you could like try to take, you know, take like a lesson from him, you know, and then you know, if you if you show him that you're not competent, <laughs> he'll be like, "Yeah, go away." <laughs> well, here's the other thing, and you know, my wife questions been this all the time. I like we're sharing. I brought back my personal website. They use as a news site, viewfromthepew.club. Check out if you have MRA. Um, I'll share food articles. We have a free food service. I can use articles for free. My wife will look at it and say, you're not a cook. Why are you sharing that stuff? And I'm trying to tell her, hey, it's free content. You, know, you, you use what you can. But I'm interested in cooking. 
But I feel at 47, I can't change. You know what I mean? Like, I would love to, you know, cook something during the day and say, hey, here you go, family. But I, I, I still feel like I can do that. Yeah. I, I, this Frasier, I'm enjoying doing this, the Frasier part with you. I just, I feel like I'm questioning my life a lot after watching these episodes. It's yeah. tough. So, all right. Well, hey, any other thoughts about this episode of Frasier? I don't think so. Yeah, not my favorite, but okay. I, I, I just, other than the bringing back memories of bullies in my past, it just wasn't, it wasn't the best one. But oh, real quick, as I look up the next episode, Macaulay Coughlin was the special guest caller. Remember, there was a yeah, the little kid. Yeah, he yep. said he, he said he was like a lawyer, forty three or something, and. <laughs> Look, he's yeah, so McCall made an early appearance, so yeah, very good. Hey, well, tune in next week. Uh, wasn't a huge Roz episode last week, but we got Roz in the doghouse where you yes. know Roz quits Frazier for a little bit, um, yeah, and goes with Bulldog, so we'll have to talk about that. You know how that doesn't last very long, yes, yes. <laughs> Very, very strange. I, it, it's like if we went to a company that would shock people. That, that's kind of how I felt when I heard that Roz left Ranger for a bulldog. So you're right. It doesn't last that long, but we'll document what happened next week on the We Miss Morning podcast. Um, no new news occurred <laughs> from Frazier, which is good because I, I'm tired of reading the cryptic updates on if we're having a reboot or not. So I'm, I'm glad to be off that for a week. But yeah. um, hey, uh, stay tuned to every program. Lauren and I are going to tape a Seinfeld that'll be out later this week. Um, just all kinds of um, Craig and I throughout the week. We have pop culture content for you. Uh, Craig is not here this week, so he won't be part of our Seinfeld. He'll be back next week. And, yeah, just check up all the other stuff uh, we got going on. Uh, some good extender shows playing tonight with Paul and Joe. Uh, just subscribe. Tell your friends. Thanks for listening. Have a great day, everybody. Hi, I'm Jennifer Mooney. Welcome to what is our new Hope Interrupted podcast based on the work from our book, Hope Interrupted, that I co-authored with my good friend Byron McCauley. Hey, Jennifer, you know, I'm looking forward to this podcast as much as I was look, looking forward to writing this book with you. We hope to interview some uh, high impact folks as well as have a little fun. We're going to cover stories of hope. To learn more about our podcast and our book, please visit www.hopeinterrupted.com.